Good day. Let's have fun. Hooray. How are you? It's something new. Let's not forgo. It's time again to listen to the show with he and she, Jay and the Welcome back. This is T with J and the T for our second half of our top 10 of 2001. Oh, wow. 2001. That's the year I graduated. Oh my gosh, I'm so old. I mean, the top 10 of 2021. Yes. We leave that in. <laughs> Woo. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Okay, so uh, moving on to number two, best yes. thing. So, for me, mm-hmm. it has to do with us. Ooh. My number two of last year, which I was like totally happy and I thought it was the best day out of all days mm-hmm. in 2021, which is our anniversary. Woo! I think. Because, once again, like I said previously, we didn't get to do a lot of things in 2020. And 2021 was kind of like the year we're slowly getting back to normalcy. Um, We're not at 100%, definitely, you know. I I mean, I still don't even want to get on a plane right now. Um, But... (laughs) Hey, just dealing with, like, the customers that don't want to wear a mask. You know... Like, forget, like, that it could spread, but just, like, how upset and idiotic they sound whenever, like, I love putting on my mask. And <laughs> it's, it's, like, the more you yell, the more moisture comes, you know, yeah. droplets come out of your mouth, and you're just like, ugh. But then you get tied up or pulled out of the plane anyway, so it's, yeah. like, just be quiet and sit down, put on the mask. You, you Some people, they, they, they're arguing for their so-called cause, and it makes them look more stupid idiotic and crazy (laughs) and um i'm just like the capital yeah that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say about that but that is what i'm like you made yourself look if you had any kind of intelligence you just lost it right there but for the anniversary dinner, we kind of did it, you know, in in days, you mm-hmm. know. It was kind of like an anniversary event yeah. in that fact. And because we did, we because at the time, at the time, you know, we didn't know because I was working and we didn't know what availability would be. Yeah. So we kind of split it up, the events in a couple of days. And I know that Thursday afternoon is when we went to go see the Eternals. Mm-hmm. I had to drive in. And it was kind of nice, too, because now that everybody was there, it was on a Thursday. So it was yeah. like, you know, not a typical drive-in day. So it was kind of empty out. We actually got, like, popcorn. Yeah. Or, no, not popcorn, but I think it was, like, slushies. And, I think we um, got a box of popcorn, I think. Maybe. I feel like it was a, like a little rectangular yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We got... Cause, but we had hit Bucky's before. Where... Yeah, we always hit Bucky's beforehand. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, we went and we saw that, and that was like the beginning of the uh, anniversary adventure. And then Friday, I believe, is when we did everything. Yeah. So, because Friday was actually, was it better? It was something. It was something that we were celebrating. Um, or that like, the rest like of the, the world, was... yeah, the world was celebrating. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I actually had. It was an off day for work, and um, so that's the day we decided, hey, we're gonna play a little miniature golf, and then we played some bowling, mm-hmm. and then we went to Kamagachi. The Brazilian Steakhouse. <laughs> steakhouse. Oh, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> but, you know, and that was your first time yeah. going. And I went, uh, like, ooh, years ago. And so they, when we went, I think, to the steakhouse, it was completely remodeled in mm. the inside. And so it was, like, a little different. But I hadn't, we hadn't gone miniature golfing since we were dating yeah and so miniature golf it was nice it wasn't that hot out Mm -hmm. you know and it was just so it was like yay we're finally out we're doing something you know and then bowling i actually beat him three out of four games (laughs) that never happened before i was like it's coming up Uh, (laughs) uh, so that was real nice and then we i legit changed mostly because what did i do what did i I put on a shirt i think i I think you changed your shirts yeah because uh we weren't knowing i didn't know how the dress code was going to be so I would say in the end it was kind of relaxed. Yeah, know? it was more relaxed. I mean, you did have some people that were kind of like business casual. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it wasn't like oh, you need formal wear. Yeah, I mean, and, like the the staff looked fancy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we saw people in there with some jean shorts and and a t shirt, yeah, Hawaiian like, shirts all around. <laughs> oh, oh, here I am in my dress. You know, I wore I wore the dress that. Um, I wore at the reception on the wedding. Mm-hmm. I hadn't worn it since the reception of our wedding. Yeah. And this is our third anniversary, so mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was like a little tie-in to our wedding, yeah. you know, every time. And I liked that we didn't really eat in the main hall. Like, they they put us over in, like, this little private area. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, uh, what was it, like, Luigi from uh, The Simpsons. You see how you scum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was it was real nice and it's funny because yeah you pay a lot oh yeah <laughs> you pay a lot but it really because we went to another steakhouse when we visited Houston yeah that wasn't Kamagachi it was oh, no. some different one we had a Groupon okay we had a Groupon <laughs> yeah and um, that experience was like. Night and day between what we experienced here yeah. and over there. Oh. Like, they were on it. We were actually getting fresh food. We weren't, because I think at the one in, in the main, my main concern or disappointment was, is that they started off, you know, from the kitchen. Yeah. And the table's near the kitchen. And then by the time they got to us, we, we were close to the front. Yeah. They didn't have any food left. So then they would go back in the kitchen. Yeah. And then when they would go back in the kitchen, 
they would come out and start at the kitchen again. Yeah. And it was like, uh, if you think about it, did you ever finish going up to the front? There yeah. are people up here that yeah. are waiting. We were just sitting like there. They could have alternated and yes. started here We first. were sitting there with blank, like empty plates for a good minute. Yeah, my card says green. You know? <laughs> and then we would get whatever that was left. So it was like, oh, the rarest of the rare meat yeah. was still on the stick. And I don't eat that. You know, I'm, <laughs> I. I don't want my cow mooing when it gets on my plate. Yeah. So, um, but here at the at the Kamagachi, it was more, you know, we were getting meals. I think they had more servers probably. So it wasn't just one person coming out with um, prime rib. It I was probably like, there was like eight guys in that one room alone. <laughs> yeah, it was probably like they probably had like six or seven people going around the restaurant yeah. with prime rib and they had their own sections that they tended to yeah. compared to this one that we had. Now, yeah. the one in Houston was a lot smaller yeah. than the one... It's like a quarter of the size. Yeah. yeah. And so I can understand why they didn't have as many staff, but yeah. they, like you said, they should have started like, hey, I started in the kitchen first last time, so I'm going to start by the entryway. Yeah next time and we're going to alternate that way yeah but we got it was a nice salad bar and usually the last time i was there you paid extra for the salad bar. yeah this time it was included this time it was included so we got to eat some nice salad mm -hmm. you know got some greens in this and then before the meat started yeah right, and then you have meat and they give you like um like some mashed potatoes i think yeah they give you some side dishes that uh, i was like what where did these come from yeah it was like mashed potatoes. I think it, they kind of gave you like some bananas, like yeah, um, like some sweet banana. banana. Yeah. Yeah. I that I don't like because I, I but I just don't like bananas. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, you know, but that's the only good thing that was at the other restaurant yeah. in Houston is they had um, grilled pineapple. Oh yeah. Those were the bomb. Those grilled pineapples were the bomb. <laughs> like if they had started off with grilled pineapples, it would have legit made their rating go from like a two to a four yeah. with the grilled pineapple. Out of five or out of four? <laughs> yeah, out of, out of five. It would have it been like, whoo, those pineapples saved your butt. But overall, hands down, Kamagachi beat, mm -hmm. stomped the heck out of the ones in Houston. It was a five out of five star. Yeah, they stomped the heck out of the ones in Houston. Yeah. And it was funny because Kamagachi was actually like right down the street from the one that we went to in oh, Houston. Yeah. But, but once again, we had a group on. Yeah. So. But even without without that group on, I would not say that service was worth it. It wasn't, no. Especially because I feel like it would have been pretty close. It would have been the same, yeah. almost exact price yeah. as going to Kamagashi. And I'm like, no, it would have been Yeah, we would have been completely upset. That would have yeah. messed up. And I think we went there for an anniversary, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that would have, we would have been, mm, mm. you would have been like, you can never plan our anniversary. Yeah, yeah, never uh, yeah. That anniversary dinner, anniversary date, I guess day trip, I call it, yeah. was my second best. Because even then, that Saturday, was it Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Saturday. We went and did a painting with a twist oh, yeah. in our anniversary kind of thing on the Saturday. So it was ultimate, it was like an ultimate good weekend trip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was your number two? My number two 
I would say it would be surprising that it's not in my number one. But <laughs> my number two is uh, technically another uh, Marvel movie. <laughs> but the one that I had to split off from the rest because I was like, no, this is this is his own thing. Oh, of course. It was uh, Spider-Man uh, um, No Way Home. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you know, I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man. I'm looking at Spider-Man as we speak on yeah, the walls. on the walls. Whether it's Miles Morales, Peter Parker, uh, any any of them or whatever. I mean, Japanese Spider-Man. <laughs> if, if you want to give him a gift of anything mm-hmm. and you don't know what to get him, Spider-Man, you're probably already, like, acing it in the gift department. Yeah, even though I already have whatever you just gave me, I didn't take a copy of it. <laughs> yeah, he'll take a copy of it. He has a Spider-Man mug and you found another Spider-Man mug, he'll take it. Yeah, I mean, if I have one for every day of the week, that's okay. <laughs> and, he, and it would be his cup. Yeah. It is his cup. His mug that he has right now... Mm-hmm. The Spider-Man mug is the preferred mug. That's my even, my hot chocolate mug. <laughs> even if it's dirty, he would rather you just clean out the dirty <laughs> mug, you know, so he can reuse that mug again. Yeah. So. So that's how you know I I love Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd be dirty. Definitely <laughs> could be yeah. dirty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> hot chocolate and a dirty glass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, like ever since I heard about this movie two years back, because no matter what, the hint at the from the last film, Far From Home, was that you know, like Spider Man's identity is revealed. So how's he gonna handle that? And I was like, it's only one way he can, which is he's gotta make everyone forget who he is. And how's he gonna do that? Who knows? And in that first trailer you see, uh, he goes to Doctor Strange and is like, hey, could you uh, make everyone forget who I am? And then I knew, like, yes. <laughs> this, is, this is how it goes. <laughs> I will say, um, if you haven't seen this movie, just know there's probably going to be spoilers um, in this part. Of spoilers and tears. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just, just in case, because you Marvel, you Marvel fans, y'all, y'all are really particular about spoilers. Yeah. Spoiler for the next five minutes, at least. <laughs> Check back in five, and then I'll tell you. <laughs> If you need to go another five. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just knew like I'd read, you know, certain things online way in advance and I was like, it'd be nice if they could pull this off, but I don't I don't know if they can and you know, I kept hearing about uh, you know, characters from other dimensions coming in and then that first trailer showed off uh, Doctor Octopus and the Green Goblin and I was like, They did it. Those SOBs did it. <laughs> So, yeah, my dreams are coming true from the 90s animated TV series when Peter Parker was tested by Madam Web to see, like, are you worthy of leading the team of Spider-Man to go fight against, like, some of your worst enemies or whatever? And I was like, yes! Now, it wasn't, like, exactly the same storyline, but it was enough that made me just go, like, wait, the like the, I think I was 14 or something when that first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Saw it three times in theaters, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one was at a drive-in. I, I remember it was also like the one movie where my dad was willing to go with me every time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he didn't go with me to go see other movies again and again. Yeah. And like this one. normally people don't go see the movies again and again and again. And yeah. Except for big nerds. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. Um, yeah. I can hear Homer Simpson saying that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so 
you know, the idea that maybe they'll bring back Tobey Maguire. And then those, and then, you know, after the Tobey Maguire series ended and they had the Andrew Garfield movies, I was like, eh, I don't really care. But seeing him in this film, I was like, wow, like, it made him a Spider-Man I can care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh... Where's the tissues? Yeah, the we the tissues. Uh, but though, seeing Toby and them working together with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I was like, oh man, these, these, these Peters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. And I loved just their interactions together, the whole idea, like, two of them have web shooters, but the other one has organic web shooters. And just how they deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool how, I mean, I'm not a nerd. Okay. But I think it is kind of cool that they are integrating previous comic book or comic strip storylines mm-hmm. into, like, they. it has to integrate. Yeah. You know, like, it, it can't just be off the top of your head type of storylines. Yeah. Storylines, even I think they do that with Star Wars as well. Mm-hmm. Like these storylines have to integrate somewhat in the basic storylines that were written prior. Yeah. And it's, I think they also are starting to, because I think Star Wars, I don't know if they started that or not, but com- the comic strips, the TV shows, the novels, the no- <laughs> you know. They're all integrating yeah. somehow together. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you know, it's coming off the top of whoever owns it. Yeah. Like, you know, they're, they're making different elements, actually, what they call canon. Mm-hmm. So they, they, like, it's true now. Like, if you read the comic, you're like, you know, let's say, like, Boba Fett. Like, like mm-hmm. how did he get in that Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi? Like, he got swallowed by that thing. Yeah. And then you read a comic that says, like, oh... He got out just because he, you know, burned it for the inside or something. Mm-hmm. And then they they bring out a TV show and it's like, oh, you get to see it in live action. And then, right. And then you're like, oh, wow, all these stories are coming together. So, because right. so, I, I forget what we were watching, but it was about the the infamous Broadway show of Spider-Man. Oh, Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> and... Uh, how it had mentioned, I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't know much of it myself, but that the the story written went off of the basic storyline yeah. that everybody knows so dear. Yeah. So how Spider-Man is supposed to be been a random person that got bit. Yeah. Not someone that was destined Not some Greek god that gives him his power. Yeah. And so it's kind of like People would have lost interest in Spider-Man if each time they came out with because even though the char- the 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 actor that played Spider-Man mm-hmm. right each time they played it it kind of starts over like the story kind of starts yeah. over again right resets but for a new generation but much. it's the same story yeah eventually like the main points are still the same so even yeah. though Tobey Maguire played him at one point. And he had, what, three? He had three, yeah. Yeah, three movies. And then when Andrew Garfield played him, it started over again. Yeah. Because Andrew had to get bitten by, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's not related to Toby's Spider-Man. And that's why it's all these dimensions. Yeah. (laughs) And then same thing with Tom Holland. He had to get bitten, and it had to start all over Mm -hmm. again. Now, in Tom Holland... 
they don't show an uncle. Yeah, they they show at one point they show a briefcase or like a suitcase right, that says that he existed at yeah. some point in time, but he is not in the storyline. Yeah, as we see it. Yeah, like it was in Andrews and, and yeah, we Toby. didn't see him get gunned down by some thief right. or whatever. So it's kind of and then what made his different is that his aunt May is pretty young. Yeah, you know. Hot man, as some people call it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you know, and so most of the time when you see Aunt May and even Uncle Ben, they're yeah. already, they're you know, get, they're, they're, they're getting their senior citizen discount. Yeah. You know, but. Rolling in the lubies. <laughs> but, I mean, those, I feel like those are acceptable changes. Mm-hmm. In that it, as long as the point blinks, you yeah, know. With great power come, must come great responsibility. <laughs> Yeah. I think they what was it the Andrew Garfield one was like well you see yeah it was like a paragraph long <laughs> it, was like, it was like it was just supposed to be three or four words yeah like the cliff notes um, we got the cliff notes right? <laughs> um, but you know just those little those little things like you know the best friend may look different yeah different nationality but it's still the best friend yeah you know the heart the heartthrob yeah still there maybe a different nationality maybe even a different personality yeah but it's still there Mm -hmm. and that i feel like is what makes um diehard fans still interested no matter what like um hopefully it's not just animated but there will be a miles morales live action hopefully you know like uh what's his name like electro says in the movie Oh, I thought you'd be black. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a black Spider-Man out there somewhere. <laughs> you know, and maybe that's a tie-in that maybe one day they'll, they'll, it'll start out, you yeah. know, that way. I, I'll say Sony did an excellent job with the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I almost have to say is still my favorite Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Just uh, that movie was so, it was done so wonderfully. It was. I, and to me, I appreciate all the different um, medias medias that they use yeah. throughout you know it wasn't just one you know type it, they, they kind of brought back that that comic book mm-hmm. you know look to it and then peter porker <laughs> <laughs> i felt like when you need to get a new generation into it mm-hmm. you know like how you were saying while watching the movie so many times so many times you meant what three times already? Mm-hmm. Uh, but On the each, same weekend. No. Yeah, but each time you went, like people had their Whoa! for you know yeah. different Spider Man. So it was like you can tell from the the audience which Spider Man they grew up with. Yeah, which group was older than the other. <laughs> you know, if they were one for Toby, you know they were they. Were, they must have saw it as a teenager like you did. Yeah. But if they were wooing for Andrew, then they must, their teenager Spider-Man was during your 20s, or, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And if they, I guess if they weren't wooing at all, their Spider-Man is Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know. And they're all like, oh, he just who's, lost someone so personal in his life. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, who, who's the other guy? I, I mean, my, to me, I think... I like the the most the joke that I liked on Spider Man the most was at the end mm-hmm. when they're all talking 
and they're like, oh, this, this is happening. This is horrible. This is horrible. You know, and he's like, all right, we got to work together. I don't want to brag or anything, but I was a part of the Avengers. And they're like, that's great. Who are they? Yeah. Are they, is that a band? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was just hilarious to me because it's like, there was no Avengers. Yeah. You know, like, there was Spider-Man in the other two movies. Mm-hmm. They... He, they were solo. Yeah, trapped in their own little universe. You know, they they didn't know any other superheroes. Yeah. But this Spider-Man does. Mm-hmm. He knows out of the universe, out of this world, yeah. superheroes, you know. He knows about well, Thor. Like, he, I did like that moment when Toby was like, uh, you know, any crazy villains you guys faced or, or whatever? And he's like, well, I saw an alien once that was made out of black goo. And Tom Holland's like, yeah, I fought an alien, you know, on Earth and in space. And, you know, like, Toby's like, wow, that's impressive. Like, in space? Mm-hmm. And then poor little uh, Andrew Garfield's oh, like, yeah, yeah, I'm lame. I didn't fight any aliens. <laughs> no, you're amazing. <laughs> and then there's that talk, like, no, see, you're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. <laughs> you, like, you, uh, he's like, I needed to hear that. <laughs> so I thought it was so cute, I guess yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Those are cute. Like I said, I'm not a nerd, but I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. And those, so it, it's like a given now. To, if there's any Marvel movie that I will be showing up and be watching it because I need to tag along. Yeah. But well, you'll be tied up anyway, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, fool. <laughs> um, she didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> For some of <laughs> But, um,. Yeah, I, I I guess I wouldn't think Marvel would be like one of my top choices if it was up to me. Mm-hmm. But at least when I am, you know, brought along, I am entertained. Yeah. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> now, some other movies, you know, like he knows if he's going to watch horror movies, then he better bring his dad or bring his friend or something. Yeah. Because I ain't watching them. Go along. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now... I'm going to say... We're moving on to our number one disappointment. Yeah. <sighs> so, for me, the number one disappointment was being let go of my job and the way I was let go of my job. Now, like I was saying earlier uh, about my anniversary, it was during that time. The reason why our anniversary dinner date was split up so, you know over the days was because I was thinking I would still be working. But I was let go pretty much five days prior to my anniversary. And our you know our anniversary plans have been done way ahead of time. So way, Yeah. So the way I was let go, stipulation, because I really don't know the absolute truth, but it's probably highly likely the reason why I was let go is because I probably was considered that I betrayed the manager. Because mm-hmm. um, the storyline there was that she, this manager, was technically, she played favorites. So those that she was tied to, which was mostly the people she hired to be in the office with her. You know, so you had one that was going to be a future brother in law, another one was a, a child friend. Um, or a high school friend. Yeah. The other one 
was her fiance's best friend's wife. Those are the three that were hired for the position. Those are the three positions that were needed to be in um, the office. Now, mind you, I got there before all three of them, but she never once considered hiring me for any of those. Now, the one that her um, fiance's best friend's wife was that, yeah, I know, it's like, <laughs> blue, but she was the assistant manager. That was a position I was not expecting to get at all, mm. you know, not being knowledgeable in the field. So I'm like, why would I just be jumped up to assistant manager? Yeah. The leasing positions mm. I was expecting because I was told that I could, it was a temp to hire situation. Mm. However, apparently because she wasn't the one that brought me here, it was the previous manager mm. during her two weeks, she didn't consider anything about me. Mm. So, but I was there for over a year, Yeah, you know? And so was this other temp uh, who was brought in maybe like two days after I was mm. there for over the year. Now, the thing of it is, is that she did offer her a position mm. early on because of the knowledge that she knew the manager did not know mm. how to do, or at least not how to do well. Yeah. And so she was brought on because it was this other temp, she was in the leasing business for over 20 years. She was a manager for, you know, yeah, most had, of that time. She so had she, qualifications. She <laughs> definitely, you know, if anything, should have been... Um, the boss. <laughs> you know, but she was retired. She wasn't trying to go back to full-time. Yeah. And she declined the offer because she was like, I do prefer part-time, and I want to keep my benefits that I have, that mm -hmm. I've earned, you know. So... She didn't take it, but I was never offered. I saw her hire people, you know, after me. Mm. And then she hired eventually her um, future brother-in-law. And then she ended up firing the person she hired after me mm. and verbally offered me the position. I agreed to it. And... Then it was like, what were the paperwork? Like three months go by and you you're know, never officially hired. Never. Because at first it was like, well, we, we don't want to mess up your, your you know, your uh, medical situation. So we're going to let you go on this doctor's appointment. And then after the doctor's appointment, then we'll do the paperwork. And it'll be 30 days before your new uh, medical gets into play. But by that time, you know. Uh, it'll be in time for your next appointment. So it, everything will be done. And I was like, okay, that sounds great. Next appointment came and went. Next appointment came and went. You know, and what happened, I guess what put the nail in the coffin was the fact that there was another employee that got hired around the same time I was placed there. And uh, she was telling me, like, the manager doesn't treat her nicely at all. Yeah. You know, she walks in, she doesn't speak to her. You know, if she opens the door for her, the manager doesn't say thank you to her. You know, uh, I remember confronting her like, hey, I never seen you in the office anymore. I didn't even know you still work here. And she was like, well, 
Apparently the manager told my boss that she doesn't want to see me in here, that I should be done cleaning the leasing office before she arrives. Yeah, it's like some weird discrimination was it, happening. You know, and I was it was flooring, you know? Mm-hmm. Like why treat someone like that? Mm-hmm. Just because you're in this position and they're in that position, doesn't like, make it's like she was below her station and yeah, like, I don't want to see the I don't want to see yeah. I don't want to see the lowlies and the, you know, I was like you need to get off your freaking high horse. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a person just like everybody else. Yeah. And this is what I, like, I was going back and saying, people teach hate. Yeah. And it, they teach it to their young kids. And their young kids, you know, see their parents as the high, mighty. And they're going to believe what their parents say. And I feel like those situations are usually taught. Mm-hmm. If you think you're higher than anybody else, it's usually because it's taught that you are higher than someone else. You may not say it, you know, outright, but your behaviors also teach. Yeah. And so I really feel like this is something, unfortunately, taught to the manager, and the manager has kids, and she's probably going to teach it to her kids. Yeah. You know? So the lady was housekeeping, Mm -hmm. technically, and... She had gotten COVID. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I should. She was looking for COVID pay. And the manager was like, well, if you don't have. Well, at the time, she didn't have it. Her What had happened was her nephew got it. Her mom was taking care of the nephew. Mm-hmm. And then her mom got it. Well, her mom stays with her. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I don't have it, but my mom has it. And she lives, we live under the same roof. Yeah. So she's like, I need to stay home too. Yeah. And the manager was like, no, if you don't have COVID, then you need to come to work. Yeah. And she was like, well, that's not fair. Because the previous maintenance supervisor, when his daughter got COVID, he stayed home too. Mm-hmm. Because he lives under the same roof. Mm-hmm. So she's like, why is it different for her if he got to do it? Yeah. You know? And so she was trying to contact the manager. The manager didn't want to contact her. She contacted me to see if I can get a hold of HR so she can call mm-hmm. HR. So I had to do some undercover sleuthing to get that number so she can contact HR to get that COVID. There's some corporate espionage yeah. going on. <laughs> and so she did. She contacted them. She finally got the COVID, you know, pay situation. She stayed home. and she, But she did eventually get COVID, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, you're in the same household, you know, and she's like, I have to take care of my mom. And it got that bad to where she ended up going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, did you know that she's in the hospital? And they're like, no, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, you are her supervisor. Shouldn't you be keeping up with like, hey, how's it going? Are you doing okay? This is your staff. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yes, she may not be in the office. She's mostly out and about, you know, keeping the units clean and keeping the grounds clean. Well, not keeping the grounds. That's a different person. But keeping the units clean and stuff. And you don't know anything about her. You don't, obviously don't care. Yeah. You know? On a human level. You don't even care. When her birthday Mm -hmm. came in, like people, other people's birthday, even mine. They, you know, paid for everybody to get something to eat. They paid 
you know, they bought me little gifts and, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Because I used one of them, the DoorDash gift card, mm. on our my birthday mm. uh, trip to New Orleans. They didn't get her anything. Nothing. I was the one who was like, hey, I'm going to buy you birthday tacos. <laughs> you know, just a little something, something. Yeah. But I'm like, she is employed. Like, she should have gotten something. Yeah. And she did not get anything. Mm. And um, so then what had happened was, you know, they finally contacted her. It was like, how's it going? Are, are you still? And she said, well, you know, I'm going to go tomorrow, get the test to see if I'm negative. If mm. I am, then I'll come in the next day. Yeah. So then she told me, you know, the manager messaged her the next day. So how was the test? And she was like, oh, I'm about to take it. Or, or she told her it was negative. Hmm. And then that was the last thing she heard from the manager. <laughs> like, she didn't hear anything. She asked the manager a question. The manager didn't respond. Yeah. No and communication. No, nothing after that. And she was like, I'm sick of it. That was my last draw. I quit. Hmm. And she told me, and she was like, I'm going to come in like later that day. Because they have the maintenance has their own little door entryway. Mm. She pressed the code and dropped off the keys and you know, she left. Yeah. You know. And she was just like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. Yeah. So I overheard a phone call with the manager. Mm. And I didn't hear names, but I just assumed because she was like, yeah, I tried contacting her, but she never responded. She never communicated with me the whole time. And I'm all, that sounds eerily familiar, but reverse. Yeah. You know? And so... Her HR doing an investigation of the matter. <laughs> and so I, what I was trying to do was I was trying to alert her and let her know, hey, this is what's being said here. Yeah. Okay. However, on my part, I the uh, assistant manager and her have the same beginning, like same letter. Yeah, in your contacts. You know, <laughs> so I ended up sending this info to the assistant manager before sending it to her. Yeah. Two days later, they were like, "Oh, yeah, no, no we don't need you." Yeah, we don't need you. Yeah. So. That's what makes me feel like if this was tied into the whole... I, I get it from their point of view of going like, we can't trust her. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's like, they've been slimy the entire time. I mean, if you... what what You've already kind of lost my trust here because it's mm. like, June was when you said, hey, you want the position. Yeah. This is now November. Nothing. Yeah. So, July, August, September, October, November. Five months. Of nothing. Yeah. And then when it's like, so what's going on? Oh, you know, we're just waiting on the upper management to approve the budget and then mm. we can do things. It doesn't take that like, long. When no, when all these other businesses out here are like asking for more workers to come in. This, this <laughs> uh, and that's what made me really upset is the fact that during this time, I could have been a really applying for other jobs. Yeah. You know, if if you didn't, if your your intentions was not to hire me, 
you should have let me go and let me be some, a place somewhere else yeah. who had intentions on hiring me. You waited until y'all were at like 95%, you know, occupancy. Yeah. And now y'all don't even have to work on Saturdays anymore. And I think that was the reason, mm -hmm. actually, she was waiting on. Mm -hmm. Because the person she hired, her, her classroom friend, she was like, oh, I only work one day, one Saturday of the month. I, I, I can't. I can't work anymore. <laughs> so she had temps. Do you know she was getting a full-time pay or? Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, and and the thing it is, is that these I'm all stuttering them. That so a corrupt so. manager. <laughs> they, they leave like two hours out of the day to go to the gym. That's two hours like before the end of the day, right? Yeah, so. it, it's like they get there maybe you know <laughs> at eight thirty. Yeah, and then from like eleven thirty to one thirty, they're out. Yeah, and, and when both customers of them are out. Like, really demand to see a manager or something. They, there's no manager here. Yeah. You know? And then um, they come back, and then they leave, like, at 5. Mm -hmm. So. The place didn't close till 6, right? Right. Yeah. They leave at 5. Sometimes they leave at 4.30. Just depends. And then they didn't, both managements didn't work on the weekends. Mm -hmm. You know? So, it's like, hmm. And then y'all close down whenever y'all want to. Like the one day they close down to have like some kind of uh, tarot card reading and all, you know. Yeah. And it's like, this is not typical behaviors. So, I don't know. I, it was best that I didn't get to stay there. Mm -hmm. Because I was technically, whenever they go, all of them would go into one, either the manager's room or the... Assistant manager's room and eat and they abandon you to go <laughs> and, and vape. I mean, you know, and then I'm the one on the phones or getting packages and all that yeah. jazz. So I mean, it wasn't obvious, but it was something that I was already familiar with. Yeah, because the unfamiliar is the reason why people don't, you know, try to move on and better themselves. because yeah. they're already comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, technically. So that was my top disappointing in 2001. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we move on to my mm -hmm. uh, worst thing. And uh, mine technically, like, didn't affect me directly, mm -hmm. but I felt like it affected the United States as a whole. Mm -hmm. And you'd already mentioned it earlier, but the January 6th uh, debacle in Washington. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I know, like, you know, being... Uh, a person that was certified in history, mm -hmm. in teaching high school history, mm -hmm. uh, I just remember going like, this is a historic day, but in the worst way possible. <laughs> like, it's not quite like an invasion or a terrorist attack, but it felt it like is. one. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm going to correct you. That was a terrorist attack. Or by at least a foreign nation. By is what a foreign I nation, yeah. yeah. Like, it was like, our own terroristic attack on our own people. Yeah. And... It's like you call yourselves the most patriotic group, mm -hmm. you know, and you cause damage. You know, who had to pay for the damages, <sighs> right, on the Capitol that yeah. day? It wasn't foreign nations. Mm -hmm. It was taxpayers. Taxpayers that you claim that you're like, it's our rights, our rights. Well, you just... 
utilized or you just destroyed taxpayer money because we paid for that capital to be built and all those things that you destroyed on the capital, my taxpayer mm-hmm. money paid for. Yeah. You just know? to go capture some senators and kill Vice Pe- or Vice, Pe- Vice President Mike Pence and uh, what's your name? The Democratic Nancy lady. Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. There we go. Uh, yeah. Just. I mean, it's so barbaric. That's the thing. You look, you look barbaric, yeah. and you acted barbaric. Yeah, you know, and there was no excuse for what happened. <laughs> I was like, "What happened to Blue Lives Matter?" <laughs> like that, you you killed one. Yeah, all you you all have those flags with the blue stripe, the black United States yeah. flag with the blue stripe, and y'all killed one. So does it really do you? really believe in Blue Lives Matter? If it's against what you believe, no. They don't. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, stupidity (laughs) from a certain group of people. (laughs) I mean, it ran rampant. I just, like, just watching those events unfold going like, we're the National Guard. Yeah. I mean, you were at the rallies. You were at the protests. I don't you know, but I think I got that news late. I was working that day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I got a text like, the heck is going on? And I'm like, what is going on? What's going on? And they're like, it's at the Capitol. And at, at the time I was Austin, like, is it Austin? Yeah, because we got our own Capitol. I don't yeah. know which, which Capitol are you talking about. Capitol City from the Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, what in the world? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why are we... And it was one man that riled it up. He would, didn't even show up to it. <laughs> in the end, it went Told you on. to go. <laughs> but, you know, I, I was like, the, the instigator of all instigators. <laughs> yeah, Mr. 46. <laughs> you, you know, uh, it, it's... It just being, like I always say, you know, this has brought on his his reign, I'll say. But Mr. 45, you know, he opened up a scab wound that I felt needed to be seen, okay? Because racism was there. It was under a scab. It was being infected. It needed, it, you know, like <laughs> one of my shows... Dr. Pimper Popper, it needed to be popped. Yeah. Right? This thing needed to be exposed Get for what it was. Get that white ooze out. It needed to be exposed for what it was. Now, unfortunately, it brought out the worst. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't want to say anything that makes it seem like we're against police officers. Yeah. Because that's not the case. Their duty, what they do, is honorable. You know, it's an honorable position, okay? But just like in anything, there are bad apples. Yeah. Okay? And you cannot excuse the bad apples. Mm-hmm. Can't just hide them away or move them to a different city. Right. That, and that was the issue at hand, is that the bad apples of the group, of the organization, you know, first of all, 
historically, at least were kind of, they, they weren't that great. Yeah, I mean, if we want to say the connection with the KKK or any I, of that. I mean, thing. historically, <laughs> you know, but now we're not going off of that. Yeah. We're going off the protect and serve, mm-hmm. right? I'm just like, the police department really needs to change their viewpoint on like like you say just moving them around yeah. or you know dismissing them putting them on desk duty for a couple of weeks yeah. and then they go back out on the field no because like i've always mentioned with teachers right when teachers screw up they leave a kid outside unsupervised kid what happens they're fired yeah okay malpractice suits a doctor does something that he's not supposed to do. He screws up surgery. He prescribes a deadly medication. He does something he's not... What is it? He's fired. He lost his license. Mm-hmm. Lawyers, y'all screw up. Y'all are disbarred. Y'all, y'all, y'all can't even do your position anymore. So how is it that a police officer screws up, whether it was intentional or not, they still get their job. Yeah. Because that teacher, I assume, didn't just leave little Johnny outside for 30 minutes on purpose. Yeah. It was accidental. Something, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. It was on accident. But she lost her job. Yeah. You know, I would assume that the doctor, whatever he did, that got his license taken away, didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. He didn't want his license taken away. He didn't mean to leave that scalpel in somebody. You know, <laughs> he didn't mean to do that, but his license was taken away. Yeah. The lawyer, whatever corrupt thing they did, sometimes they do it on purpose. Yeah. They just didn't want to get yeah. caught. So maybe the lawyer's not as defensible yeah, as yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, most people, when they lose their job, yeah. they don't do it on purpose. Yeah. They, they're... And if they are doing it on purpose, they lost their job for a reason. You yeah. stole money from the cash register? Hey, you're no longer in that position anymore. Like, it's a weird scenario where I feel like, like, it's weird. Like, that one cop, the, I think, I think he was Asian, but the one yeah. that shot, the, you know, the poor mm-hmm. guy who'd said, uh, I, I have a gun on yeah. me in the car. Like, Philando Castillo. Castillo? Yeah. Well, Castillo or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember I felt like that scenario was so weird because I felt like like fear took over and he didn't like I don't think he meant to kill somebody but he had so much I guess I would say bad training that couldn't let him compensate for what was going on and it, it to me it was the fact that like the one in the car was not trained for these situations he was so much calmer you know like, you're trained for this situation now am I saying that you shouldn't be fearful no it's a fearful job you know being a firefighter is a fearful job too those (laughs) being a window washer on some high-rise apartments is a fearful job yeah but you have to take control of the situation Mm -hmm. you can't just panic yeah you know and that one you'll see firemen running out of a house (laughs) it's like go save you gotta save the lady. No, 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 And then the you, place is burning. <laughs> you know, it, it's like this. If you are not like for me, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, I am not gonna 
in those case scenarios. Yeah. I'm, first of all, I'm not physically capable of doing those case scenarios. <laughs> but mentally, I'm not good yeah. at those case And you scenarios. know you're not. I know <laughs> I'm not, so I'm not trying to be. It's <laughs> like, if these guys need more psychological training first, before they even step out on the street mm-hmm. with another cop or, right. or whatever. Because I think the, the situation is, is that it's happened too many times. Yeah. Too many times. Not saying that it hasn't happened to white people. Not saying that it hasn't happened to Hispanics or Mexicans yeah. or, or, you know, any other nationality yeah. group. Not saying that it hasn't happened. But this particular situation, it's like, why so many yeah. at so little time? I feel that it wasn't addressed appropriately. Yeah. Like the, I feel like the, the police department was just still trying. You know, there's to, good people on both sides. I'm just saying. <laughs> the police department was just trying to sweep it under the rug yeah. instead of legit getting rid of the situation. Yeah, or retraining the situation. You, you know. And then you have certain people that made it to where, oh, you're against the police yeah. altogether. And it's like, no, that wasn't the case. Yeah. No one was like, all police are bad. Well, okay, some of them were. But n- yeah. it, majority, we're not saying that everybody in the police department is bad. Yeah. Everybody that's a police officer is a pig or yeah. whatever degrading you know comment you give to I was gonna say officer. but sometimes I won't say I disagree 100% with those people that do say yeah, that yeah, you know and it's but it's the fact that you know the way you handled it yeah just makes it worse you know yeah it should be de-escalation not escalation not. and and so and then it's like we see what we see is that they got away with it yeah. Like, it wasn't that they were not, I mean, for the families, they probably would like those those officers to be in jail. Yeah. For murder. Yeah. That's what they were. They were murderers. Yeah. To me, I'm like, you no longer work for the police department. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're, unfortunately... In that case, in that predicament, you responded badly. Oh, you were a bouncer before? You can go back to that again. Oh, you, yes. that That's what I'm like. You responded irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And this police, you know, um, position is no longer. And you can no longer. Because it's, once again, usually when a teacher gets fired as me for lack of supervision... And they try to get hired at another school district. Mm-hmm. The school district, what the heck? Yeah, you look at you, your record now. You know, uh, excuse me? You misplaced the child? Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, that's it. Um, same thing with a doctor. They, what the heck? You, you left a scalpel on yeah. someone? No, we don't need that, you know. I, I think the sad thing is, though, it's a lot of institutional racism that's also helping those guys mm-hmm. we're like that guy in the small town who's like the chief of police is just like sure I like what you did with that one dude I'll hire you <laughs> I, 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 I mean and it's sad it's really sad to think that way like you, you don't want to think of people that way yeah 
you don't want to think that people are still in that mentality. When I was going to the water aerobics class, an elderly woman, you know, had to be 60 plus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Obviously, she grew up with the privilege (laughs) of being able to go whenever, wherever, however she wanted. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was telling her, I think a lot of people act racist is because they weren't taught that it's racist. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a common thing that they've seen in the household. Like that time we saw the lady, not excusing her of her behavior, but the lady that was a newscaster Mm. and she saw a little uh, monkey or chimp or whatever. And then she was like, that looks like you. And then, the, her co-anchor is a black African-American male. Yeah. You don't call. Like, if you know anything, you don't call black people monkeys, apes, anything of that. No, you just don't. Because <sighs> of history, you know? Some things haven't been brought to light yet. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, um, I don't know how many times I've sung... Five little monkeys swinging from a tree. Yeah. You know, that's a thing that teachers in, in early Head Start, Head Start, they all sing it. And we say it's, you know, teaching children how to count, you know, five, four, three, two, one, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one to one correspondence. And if you have like a little tree with monkeys and you have a little alligator. Yeah. But if you don't know the history of black children, and what they used to do in Florida as alligator bait. Mm-hmm. You won't know that singing so cheerfully about five little monkeys swinging from a tree, teasing Mr. Alligator can't catch me. All of that is dealing with racism. Then really, can you blame someone for being a racist <sighs> if, you didn't, if, you didn't, if you didn't know the history? Yeah. Like, I can't be mad at miss so-and-so for singing that to my daughter if you don't know that history and a lot of people don't know that history because they don't want it taught yeah it's like to me with the alamo we're like we pretty much glorify the alamo as like a pivotal point in texas history we won our independence but it's like did you really know why we wanted independence from mexico to begin with Mm -hmm. you'd say the dictator that was Sandy Andy. But then you go like, well, you know, he wanted to stop slavery in, in you know, Texas since white people kept bringing people in that they owned <laughs> and they had abolished it years before. <laughs> but if you don't know that history, then how, how you know, all you're taught, and I mean, in the United States, we are taught to praise our country. Yeah. We're not taught the the, the mistakes it's the, made. <laughs> the big bad and yeah. the, you know, we're not taught those things. Yeah. Until like college maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And that's those are choice classes. Yeah. So I can choose not to take those classes. Yeah. You know? And if you are really a like, you know, I'm proud to be an American of course. <laughs> kind of person, you're yeah. not going to want to take those classes. So, um, but yeah, I was trying to tell, I was telling that elderly woman about that situation. Yeah. 
And she was like, no, there's no excuse for that, period. No excuse. And she was like, I was hoping by this time, this would be over with by then. Yeah. And it's sad to say that it's still here. Yeah. And I'm like, for a white elderly woman to be like, I was hoping yeah. by this time, it should have been over with yeah. by now. That goes to show you how recent this is. Yeah. Because she remembers it back in her lifetime. Yeah. Back in her young days. Because it's still her lifetime. Yeah. It's, she remembers it in her youth. Yeah. She's still here. So she can recollect. It's not just back in the Revolutionary War. Yeah. I mean, where she could have been in college and been like, you think you're going to get better? And you then, know, this is not Revolutionary War where everybody that lived in that time frame is dead and gone. Yeah. You know, nobody knows what it feels like to try to fight for your freedom from um, England and and all that. Yeah. Nobody knows because everybody that knows about that is gone. Yeah. Racism, however, back in, you know, Jim Crow and people that had to live with people who were slaves. Yeah. It's still here. Mm -hmm. You know, because, I mean, my grandmother was born in the 20s, Right. Her mother, however, was born at a time where slavery was still existing. Mm -hmm. And of course, the trauma she got was prop was taught to my grandmother. Because in one of the last countries that still had slavery, <laughs> it's so messed up. Okay, best country and, in the world. <laughs> and so then, that is taught to her children, mm -hmm. right? Now, it's not slavery anymore, but it's segregation. Yeah. It's Jim Crow that my mom had to go through. So some of the things that she taught me is because of one of the things she had to go through. So to be like, it's, it's, it's gone, why are y'all still dwelling on and it? You can't even say, like, when the other side will say, like, why don't you just make your own stuff? And you're like, we tried to make our own stuff. You burn it down <laughs> for the the silliest of reasons. Like you didn't, you did not investigate. You legit went and what was it? Um, we'll we'll investigate after, after the fact. You know, it's not innocent until proven guilty. Is guilty until proven innocent, and then and actually. Because of the Tulsa, right? Because mm -hmm. that's what you were talking about, yeah. Tulsa. The woman I worked with um, that had over 20 years experience in leasing and everything, she was dating someone whose parents were from Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And she said that they were like, we don't speak of that here. <sighs> so... When she, cause she's like, you know, history, she kind of is into history as well. Yeah. And so she was like, dang, I did not know of that. And when she learned about it, of course, these people are from Oklahoma. You kind of like, what do you know about it? And to get up front and be like, we did not speak of yeah. that here. It's like. 
okay. You know, that's a little scary. But instead of trying to de-escalate it, mm-hmm. right? Okay, this is this happened. It did happen. But, you know, we acknowledge it. It was something bad that happened that in our history. Yeah. But this is what we are trying to do now so it does not happen again. Yeah. Type situation. We are not like the people of the past. Yeah. You know, we don't have that same mindset. We don't think the same way. Yeah. We truly feel like a person is a person, is a human, is a human. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what they look like on the outside. We, it's all about character. Unless you agree. It's all about character. <laughs> so, um, instead of that, it was just like, no, we're going to put up a wall. We're going to encase it and pretend like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Just like if someone got scraped knees and you just put a bandaid over it. You don't yeah. clean it. You don't clean it whatsoever. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, you can't see it, but the pain is going to always yeah. be there. And it's going to get infected. And, and it's going to get, you know... Like, and it's funny, I like, you know, when, uh, like, you know, after World War Two, the Germans didn't just forget that, like, they had incinerated a bunch of people and gassed them and all kinds of things. That, you know, they put them as museums and monuments to go, like, we will never do this again. <laughs> and try to learn from their lessons. Right. And, I mean, biblically, if you go like, Christian-wise, the story of Noah and the Flood, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the rainbow was supposed to be symbolic as a promise from God saying he will never do this again. Yeah. He will never destroy the world by a flood mm-hmm. again, right? I mean, if you if you know ancient, not ancient, <laughs> old gospel hymns, um, where I was taught with, which is like, it won't be water, but fire this time. Um, yeah, but it was because God promised man, I will not destroy the earth by water. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's a symbol, right? Every day to remind humans of God's promise, you won't destroy the world by water. Mm-hmm. You always see the rainbow. So, like, Germans, they have those monuments because it is to show this is what happened that won't happen. Hopefully, pray to God, it won't happen again. Yeah. You know, but once again, you have to make sure you have to, um, your leadership. Yeah. You're not cuckoo crazy. You're not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like the idea that we were turning into. <laughs> you know, you put, and, and the sucky thing is, is we got people out there that still are like, 2024! And you're like, oh. I, I still find it weird, like, when I think about, like, how can there be American Nazis? <laughs> like, like, didn't we fight against you guys in World War II? Oh, yeah, you Germany were against Nazis? them back then, and yeah. now you're like, hmm. well, Now Grandpa's for him. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Like, what? Yeah. No, but great-great-grandpa, he didn't like him. <laughs> like, it's like, hmm, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. Going back to, yeah. To the good stuff. <laughs> uh, that was the the best and the, the worst. <laughs> uh, well, well, we got one more good thing left the list uh, on our lists or whatever. The best of the best of the best. Yeah, our number ones. 
Try not to sing a song that's gonna get copywritten. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, my best trip for 2021, which was pretty low on yours. So I'm like, hmm, you see how that wraps up. See what he thinks about me. <laughs> um, was the birthday trip to New Orleans. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Even with the rain pour, even with the tornado warning. <laughs> I spending time in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> I really enjoyed going to New Orleans. I got to go on the paddle boat. I got to see, you know, I got to go on the streetcar mm-hmm. at the trolley because they like, they call them streetcars. Um, I call them trolleys, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and go down New Orleans and see their, you know, historical houses and stuff. And then once again, like I said, got to try fried green tomatoes for the first time. I was going to say, that weight, though. I mean, sure, it was worth it, but that was exhausting. <laughs> it was. But, I Inside mean. Inside that restaurant. <laughs> it was still good. I Sorry about that. It was still good. I, I enjoyed myself, and I really. Oh, we did the axe throwing. Oh, yeah. Wish I was better at that. <laughs> I, yeah, I beat him in that, too. But I feel like, though, that, that, that group of, uh, I'm going to say Asian tourists that uh-huh. was next to us. They didn't do much better, so I was like... Yeah, I, I mean, it would have been bad if, like, everybody we saw were, like, landing those axes and those um, targets, yeah. and we were the ones that were just like... Yeah, I was like... They would just fall. I feel like I needed a fresh, like, wall or whatever. It, it, but, I mean, once it stuck, it stuck. And, okay. you know, it was, like, hard prying it out. I, I wonder how long it needs to be before they decide to like okay we need a new target or something like that but i thought that was fun um definite you know safety precautions were needed to be in place uh which they were not saying it wasn't you know but you almost feel like you could like maybe put it a little further back or something i think one of them slid all the way back like we threw the axe Oh, yeah, you're right. And then it bounced off and kind of bounced all the way back to where we were. So even though they were like, yeah, everybody should throw it one at a time. And we were like, "Uh, we're not going to throw it until the next person got all the way back to, you know, and nobody was holding or pretending to throw an axe because my birthday weekend was not the weekend to get maimed. Okay, nobody was going to come back with one leg, one foot, yeah. one toe. Nobody was doing that that day. I mean, any damage to the rental car would have been bad enough, but no. All right. Uh, Losing a finger. Because, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of, like I said, a lot of, I guess, negative things happened. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, the tornado warning, all the rain. <laughs> uh, even the trip back, because I think I got really bad allergy oh, yeah. attack. To where I was like bad headache, I had to sleep, yeah. and I couldn't even do my part in driving. Yeah, because <laughs> it was just that bad. I felt bad. I really did because I knew, you know, you and driving are not the best. <laughs> but, um, but I, I just could not. I got you out of the city though. Yeah, that's true. I, I did, but I was like, there was no way I was gonna be able to make the whole, the whole drive, the back. whole drive back. My, my allergies, and it was probably. The beautiful trees in the historic district that we rode the street, uh, 
Yeah, the street yeah, that got you. Yeah. That got me because I didn't take my allergy medicine. <laughs> I was trying to remember because there was that like war memorial place too that we went to, uh-huh. N- not the museum, but like the plantation house or whatever out there. Uh, it was like the um, like a fort. Oh yeah, that was with the tour on the paddle boat. On the paddle boat, yeah. It was supposed to be like the battle of eighteen. 18- it was supposed to be like a battlefront, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so it had like the little, yeah, the old house out there. And then it had the cannons. I called the mama cannon and baby cannon out there. And it had the field and stuff. That was, uh, I liked that one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I just like riding down the old Mississippi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we bought drinks or whatever yeah. on that one. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we can move on finally to my number one. Mm. Uh, my number one was our anniversary. <gasps> oh! Okay. Woo. Okay. Okay. I was like, all right, all right. I'll, mm-hmm. give, you, I'll give you some credit back now. Yeah. Well, you know, like we already discussed it before, but you know, the whole, uh, you know, driving movie, mm-hmm. the actual, that whole day of just activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, well, I feel like we did kind of rush the golf a little bit, but yeah. it was still fun. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then bowling. I mean, sure, I lost, but, you know, it's best I lose to you and not someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the dinner, though, the dinner impressed me so much, especially after the last place. Yeah. Where I'm like, you sure these places are okay to go to? <laughs> Thinking of that Houston one. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm spending a bunch of money for that. <laughs> Yeah, because that Houston one put, put Brazilian steakhouses to shame. But I was like, no, no, no. This one was good. You got to go back. And my whole thing was the Brazilian lemonade, I think. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah, you let me taste that one, and uh-huh. that was like, wow. And you got refills, right? Yeah. You even, didn't even charge us for that. I and like, that's what I thought, too. That was something I was like, oh, no, I'll just, you know, get water because I do drink a lot. Um, not alcoholic, but I do drink water like four or five glasses, you yeah. know, per meal or something. So I was like, okay, I'll get the Brazilian lemonade and then water. So whenever I finish that off, I can just keep getting water yeah. after that. But no, they kept refilling the Brazilian lemonade and I was like, well, I can't just leave it here. Yeah, it was <laughs> delicious. <laughs> yes. And then you're like, you're going to have to make this at home. Yeah. I was like, well, you better make it yourself. Oh, and then what did we have for dessert? Because whatever oh, we bought. Oh, it was bought, a cheesecake. It was fantastic. I mean, we had yeah. that at home. but Yeah. You know. And it was it was a thick cheesecake. It wasn't like, you know, um, that Walmart cheesecake that you get. Yeah, this is like the real it was deal. Like <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory thick cheesecake. Yeah. And I was like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. This is... Where cheesecake is Yeah, I felt like we got treated like kings and queens of that place. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best. And they, they always mention when we entered and when we left. They were like, happy anniversary. Yeah, like they actually read their screens and right. found out who right. we were. So I, I really feel like if you're going to spend top-notch money, you know, it should be on a special occasion like your anniversary or your birthday or, yeah. or, or something like that because it was in the hundreds yes but I think it was worth it every penny for the experience and they 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 deserved their tip yes. at the end of the day because I, I was like that first group mm-hmm. they deserve any tip mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, <laughs> the tip 
be better stewardesses. <laughs> Serve people in the front. Yeah. yeah. Do your job. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and then the food was just spectacular. Mm-hmm. It just tasted so great. Because, I, I mean, like I said, I don't like my food moving. So, if it's red anywhere, yeah. I tend to be like, nope, here you go. Yeah, blood to uh, no-no. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's running red, oh, mm-mm. my my stomach starts curling before I can even attempt to put it on the fork. But they, I forget which one it was, mm-hmm. but it was medium. I think it was yeah, medium well. They had some stuff that was a little red that I thought you might have a problem with, but mm-hmm. in the end, they uh, like it must have been cooked fantastically because we didn't get sick at all. Mm-hmm. We didn't get sick and. The texture didn't throw me off. Because yeah. what, that's what also throws me off is that it's a just softer a, meat yeah, that I'm not used to. And like I said, I don't like banana texture. So if. And it didn't taste like iron going into your mouth? Yeah. Or just blood? <laughs> so, see, and I don't I don't even know what blood tastes like. Like you said iron, I didn't know that's what it mm-hmm. tastes like. Because I will legit microwave that stuff. <laughs> I had, at, at one job, they gave filet mignon, uh-huh. and I cut it open, and was like, oh, no. <laughs> Did you try it? Oh. I put that sucker in the microwave and, and milked <laughs> that thing for two minutes, just so that it browned up. And it then taste I, good? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was probably tougher than it yeah, would have normally been, yeah. been, but I would rather, you know, I got my teeth still, so it's good for gnawing. <laughs> And I was like, I will gnaw <laughs> instead of eating bloody, bloody mess yeah. on my plate. So yeah, I don't care. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, if it's a well done, you ruined the steak. Well, I eat ruined steak. <laughs> yeah. So in the end, I felt like it was a, it was a wonderful evening. Mm-hmm. Kept off by all that fun that we had for yeah. you. I was just like, this is. Fantastic. We got home and slept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we could truly celebrate that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I mean, we didn't later, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that those were our top ten best and worst of yeah. 2021. Hopefully we won't have too many worse for 2022. I'm anticipating that next freeze, though. <laughs> We're, we're, we're actually looking for stuff now for the winter yeah. because yeah, stock we, up on water. Right. <laughs> shoot, even some bases. Get some socks. Yeah, get some extra socks up in here. Well, you got me those the gloves I have hanging up here uh, <laughs> that let me actually use my phone. Right. Yeah. I was like, sweet. <laughs> actually, uh, I got you the boots. Remember the boots? Oh yeah. I actually got him boots. I think for his birthday. In, in January, mm-hmm. and the freeze was like in February, right? Yeah. So they came in handy for when he needed to go out yeah. in the snow. Especially I had to visit my folks or whatever, see if they're okay. I just <laughs> <laughs> walk over there. And I was like, my boots, they're, they're more uh, fancy, I guess, more. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're good, but they wouldn't. They're, like 10 feet of snow, or I mean, not 10 feet, hopefully never 10 feet, but yeah. like two or three feet of snow, they'll probably be like, oh, no, we quit. Yeah, they're meant to look good at a winter lodge, but not right. <laughs> outside of the snow. Yeah, and I got him boots that actually look like they're meant for trekking in snow. Mm-hmm. So they worked out, and now he got the gloves. And all. I know what I get him for his birthday. Woo. 
Yeah, I see. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that that's it, folks. They're yeah. out there in podcast land. Yeah, uh, thank you for listening for for uh, actually almost three hours. So, whew, yeah, it was a long one. I know. If you fell asleep, just go back and, you know, go back to where you fell asleep and then listen to the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, like I said, uh, have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I know that movie. <laughs> uh, three minute movie. Oh, okay, well. So, yeah, we'll hear you again hopefully next week or some other time. And uh, please come back and join us. This is Jay. And the team. And good night. Bye-bye. It had to end, but we're still friends. We part ways for now, but don't have a cow. You'll hear us soon some afternoon. We promise. We promise. Because you can't stop us with he and she, J and the T. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. <laughs>